What's up, everybody? This is Mario, and welcome back to episode 363 of Talking Endurance and Mastery. And I am 15 days away from my first 50-mile ultramarathon, and I wanted to do an episode today to just share where my head's at, share what I've been doing to prepare for the race and also tie it back to you and your goals. So I am going to roll the trailer and then we're going to get into it. Do you want to complete an endurance event and elevate all areas of your life, but you don't know where to start? Then you're in the right place. Talking Endurance and Mastery is a podcast to help you create a vision and take steps towards your goals and dreams. I'm your coach, Mario Minner. I've completed events like Ironmans and Ultramarathons, but I believe the true benefit from endurance events is how they help you become the best version of yourself. Join me as I share stories, lessons, and interview guests to help you apply endurance and mastery principles into every area of your life. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, so like I mentioned in the intro, I'm 15 days away from the Tunnel Hill Ultramarathon, and there's a 50-mile race and there's a 100-mile race, and I'm going to be doing the 50-mile race, which is my first 50-mile ultramarathon, and I'm at the point now where it's starting to sink in, and the reality is hitting me that it's like actually 50 miles, and it might sound kind of ridiculous to sign up for an event months ago and know that it's 50 miles and then just like two weeks before the race start to actually let it sink in what you're about to do. But I've found that being naive and not really knowing exactly what you're getting into or not thinking so deeply about what you're getting into can actually be a good thing. I've experienced this with my Ironman training, even with Everesting with 29029 and with this 50 mile ultra marathon where you just kind of feel almost like a tug in your heart or something in your gut that says, you know what, I want to try this and I want to go for it and I want to put the work in. But if you've never done something before, if you've never actually achieved what you're setting out to achieve, you know, it's going to feel uncomfortable. And a lot of times you just don't know what it's going to take in order to be successful with that event or that situation. And the closer you get to race day or the closer you get to that date when you're actually going to make things real is when reality starts to hit. And I would say that that is where I'm at now. And that's something that I've started to realize this past week where I'm like, oh my gosh, it's actually 50 miles. I've never, the longest I've ever run is 31 miles in my 50 K, which is uh, an ultra ultra marathon. And I did that, uh, in January of 2020, but after doing my long run last weekend, I did a 20 mile trail run. And then I did 10 miles the following day, you know, and those training runs were hard and that is where I'm starting to realize, oh my gosh, I just did 20 miles, but I needed to do another 30 miles after that. I was wiped out after that training run on Saturday. And so even just in talking with Emily, with my wife and talking about 
you know, what I'm about to do, I started to share how crazy it is what I'm about to sign up for. But like I said, this is something that I've experienced before. This is something that I'm trying to tell myself can actually be a good thing. And I started started to think back to, okay, in the times where I felt like this in the past, what are some things that have helped me be successful? And first of all, I just think that that's such a powerful question because, you know, for you, you, if you're listening to this, you have been successful with certain areas in your life. And a lot of times when we're taking on challenges, you start to you start to forget what has worked for you in the past. And so asking yourself, okay, what has helped me through this specific situation in the past is a really powerful question. So for me, I, in the past, whenever I've been taking on big endurance challenges or other types of goals, if that's in work or in my personal life, what I try and do is I try and learn from people who have been successful before. I usually try and find a mentor. I try and find a podcast, an audiobook, an online course that can teach me how to be successful in that event. And something that I've talked about on the podcast previously is just the power of Facebook groups, where you can go on to Facebook, join a Facebook group, and ask a question. And so that's exactly what I did this past week in the Trail and Ultra Running Facebook group. Now, there's almost 160,000 people that are in this Facebook group. So this is 160,000 people who have either already done an ultra marathon or people who are training just like me to complete an ultra marathon. And I started asking a few different questions. Now, the first question that I started to ask was to the group, I said, what was your longest run in training before a 50 miler? And I said, hey, I'm doing my first 50 miler. I'm building up my training. What was your longest run? And I got hundreds of comments and I saw a total spectrum where some people said five miles, some people said 10 miles, and some people said 51 miles, some people said 40 miles. But I started to sort through all of those different comments, and the main answer that I got was a 50K. So most people have done or do a 50K before their 50-mile ultramarathon. And that makes sense because just like in triathlons where there's a sprint, there's an Olympic, there's a half, and then there's a full Ironman, when it comes to ultras, there's the 50K, which is around 31 miles, then there's a 50-miler, then there's a 100K, which is 62 miles. Then there's the 100-miler. And then there's 200, you know, 150, 200, and so on from there. So a lot of people that were in this Facebook group that have been successful with 50-milers, I kept seeing 50K, 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 50K. So you know that tells me most people complete 30 to 31 miles before they do the 50 mile training run. So for me, I've been building up my training runs and my longest run in training so far has been 20 miles. And I've done that, I think three different times. Now I recently got a little bit interrupted with that because I started training for 
the 29029 Everest thing. And then I've been sick and I've been trying to recover from that. But so far last weekend, my longest run was 20 miles. So I'm recording this on a Friday. I'm prepping for the weekend. This is going to be my last long run before the ultra. And I'm going to be targeting a long run of anywhere from 25 to 30 miles tomorrow. And I'm going to be preparing for that. And I'm doing that based off of the information that was given to me. And I know that if I can do anywhere from 25 to 30 miles and practice, you know, the, the training, practice the pacing, practice the nutrition, practice that feeling of running through discomfort, then I know I will be successful. Then the other question that I asked is, what do you wish you would have known before your first 50 miler? And I think this is a really good question because, you know, I'm in this, I don't know what I don't know state. And I want to learn from people who have been successful with it. And I got, again, I got hundreds of comments in this Facebook group of almost 160,000 people. And I started to group those together. But I want to read just a few of those answers. And then in addition to the Facebook group, I actually talked to uh, Rob, who is a friend, and he's also a listener of the podcast. And Rob, you know, called me up and gave me some advice on the 50 miler. And uh, first thing that he kind of started to talk about is uh, some tips that worked for him. One is breaking it down, you know, breaking down the 50 miles into, you know, a couple of different segments and, you know, breaking it down into two halves of 25 and 25 and breaking those two halves down even more. And that's something that I've done with Ironmans that I'm definitely going to try and do. Uh, another thing that he told me was uh, really being consistent with your nutrition and constantly moving forward. Then one other thing I got away from Rob was a tip around your headphones and music. I always listen to music when I run or I listen to podcasts. And what he recommended is don't listen to any music or any anything at the beginning of the race and use that as in the second half of the race to kind of reward yourself once it gets hard. Now, that's advice that I got from Rob. And then from the Facebook group, I had a bunch of different comments where people were talking about how 50 miles uh, so these are a few comments, like how far 50 miles actually is when running it. You'll never know until you've done it. So uh, get ready to be surprised. Another person said, you know, hey, it's actually going to get boring out there. Make sure you have a mental plan. Another person said it's important to start slower than you think and fuel often. Other people started to talk about how you will have low points. Keep pushing through them and you'll get a second wind. Um, a lot of these other comments are around that mental wall. So this person says you're going to hit multiple walls, not just one, multiple walls. Another person, the psychological low point of, of a 50 comes at the halfway point. You have already done a marathon and you know that you have to do the same again. You get a few dropouts at the halfway checkpoint, but most people who make it out of the halfway checkpoint finish the race. Okay, so that was good. Good advice. Another one. It'll start to hurt after 30 ish miles, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're injured. Keep going and the pain will either move to a different body part or even disappear altogether. It's just pain. Another one. You will slow down. You will hurt. Keep going. Crossing that finish line is worth every grueling minute. 
So you can see a lot of these tips are around how to prepare mentally, how to deal with pain, how to break things down, and they're very useful tips. And then a few other sections or a few other comments uh, were, were focused on your perspective when you're running. So this person said, make it fun. Like someone said, be friendly, talk to people, distract yourself. Uh, and then uh, dry socks. If your feet get wet and you get blisters, it can be game over. And then carrying Vaseline or body glide on you. Another person, when I'm getting to that pain cave, I start by being thankful. That leads to being encouraging, which leads to crossing the finish line. And then another person said, ask for help from other runners and volunteers. And so I think you can see that reaching out, asking these people who have already been successful has given me such a head start and so much insight into preparing for this race. And so I share this just to you know share where my head's at as I'm two weeks out from the 50 miler. And as I bring it back to you, you know, I just want to check in with you. How are you doing? How are you feeling with your goals? And the question that I want to ask you is how can you get advice from other people who have already been successful with what you're trying to do? Just like this Facebook group was helpful for me. And you know, just like you heard with this ultra marathon, it's all about moving forward. It's all about consistent forward motion. It's all about that relentless forward progress. And I just don't want you to lose sight of that with you and your goals today. So that's what I have for today. I hope that that helps. And if you found any sort of value in this episode, go ahead and leave a five-star review. That's the kind of thing that is super helpful for me as I'm continuing to try and spread this message. So that's what I have for today. And I'll talk to y'all later.